Welcome to 20% Time, a podcast that takes you behind the scenes of Titan, a web consultancy based out of Chicago, but entirely remote with employees across North America. We specialize in Laravel, a PHP framework, but we're often pairing that with any number of JavaScript frameworks, libraries, we build mobile apps, we do all sorts of fun stuff. I'm your host, Dave Hicking, and this week I'm joined by Andrew, a lead programmer at Titan. Andrew, how's it going? Doing pretty good, Dave. How about you? You know, not too bad, all things considered. It's about to, I don't know, we've got some sort of tropical storm bearing down on the East Coast, which I didn't really think I had to worry about in july but here we, it's 2020 here we are there you go yeah anything uh, can happen anything can happen so andrew for people who don't know you who haven't seen you on twitter haven't seen you at you at a conference or anything can you tell people a little bit about yourself uh sure yes uh, my name is andrew and um i've been working at titan for about a year and a half now um and i've been uh i've been a developer for uh, a little over a decade, I guess, and uh, I've been working on Laravel since the Laravel four days and way uh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Andrew. This is going to be a lot of fun because today we are talking about something that is near and dear to both of our hearts, which is staying organized and what it means to stay organized and why we think it's important to stay organized, how that contributes to what we believe is sort of a way to be effective and all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff. So, um, well, hopefully fun. If you're listening to this and that that sounds fun <laughs> to you, you are you are in the right place. This is the right podcast for you. So, Andrew, yes. I want to I want to start at the very beginning and basically ask, what does being organized mean to you? Because people will sometimes say, you know, whether it's like a New Year's resolution or like a hey, I want to get more organized. What does that mean to you? That is a good question. Yeah. So to me, being organized is really having. Uh, a repeatable system that where I can easily get things out of my brain and uh, I, I should be able to trust that system to be able to retrieve them later um, and ensure that nothing is forgotten, uh, ensure that anything due uh, gets done on time. And it also, it also should ensure that at any given moment, I am, I'm working on the highest priority item at that moment. But it should also be a system that it blends as naturally as possible with how I work. Uh, it should be a system that is it's kind of there when I need it, but out of my way when I don't. Uh, a lot of productivity and organization systems can begin to feel like a chore. And <laughs> like that's one not a tasks, good system to like me. one of the tasks is <laughs> right. to I got to update my task. That's task one or I have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it should not feel like a chore, but it, it should help me. Uh, so you touched on a, lo a lot of things there in, in, a, in a very brief time, right? <laughs> so you talked about effectiveness. You talked about not forgetting things. You talked about um, timeliness as well, which is not quite the same thing as not forgetting stuff, right? So it, for you, right. is there a is there a singular point to being or like, is there one of those that's sort of primary over all the rest? Or is it really the mix of all of those things? Yeah, I mean, it, in a... A more concise way, you could say for me, it's separating the planning from the doing. Hmm. And I like to have a system in place that when I'm working on something, I'm not thinking about planning. I want to entirely separate those those two things. Have you always been an organized person or have you always considered yourself an organized person or did you sort of make a conscious effort to do, do so at some point? Well... I'll let you in on a secret, Dave. Okay, what's the secret? I do, I do not consider myself 
a naturally organized person. <laughs> so is this one of those things me, where I, it's always about the journey and you're always getting more organized? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, for, for, for me, it's, it's really understanding my own weaknesses and my mm. own tendency to be disorganized and putting systems in place to combat those things. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're not an organized person, maybe you're in the right place because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, some people don't really feel like they need any of this stuff. Uh, but, but for me, without having these systems in place, I, I feel like everything just turns to chaos. And so, that, so it, it's coming up with systems to combat those things. So was there a singular moment in your life, some sort of crucible, some sort of turning point where you said, <laughs> that's it. I finally got to bite the bullet and get organized. Or has this been sort of a over time you've recognized, Hey, you know what? I keep dropping the ball on something. I should maybe do this. And maybe that was the gateway. Yeah. So for me, I, I would say it, it probably goes back to when I was in college. Uh, at, at that time, I really got into studying with flashcards. Uh, I would use the little three by five index cards and I had stacks of those things in my dorm room. And um, as time went on, I felt this sense of more and more to keep up with. And I, I felt like there was just more that I was keeping in my head on a daily basis. And I, I just needed to start getting this stuff out of my brain. Mm. And so I, I just started writing tasks, little to-dos on these index cards. So this was in a, a pre-smartphone time. So this was kind of... Uh, my my archaic version of a early task manager, I guess. But I would just every day I would carry in my pocket an index card and a pen, and just at the beginning of each day I would I would think through, you know, the things that I needed to do that day, and then throughout the day I would mark them off. Anything extra that came up during the day I would add them to the card, and so it, it quickly just started to enforce this idea of getting things into my head. And I, and I trusted, it goes back to a trusted system. I trusted that index card. I knew that like, that was my, my source of what I needed to get done. And, and that really, I think, shaped the, the beginnings of how I, I now think about productivity and staying organized. So for, for those of us who were maybe attempting to be productivity nerds in the mid 2000s, what you were describing is very close to what was called then the hipster PDA. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that. Would you consider the, your system either inspired by that or similar to that at that time? Um, you've got like the, you've got the index cards, maybe one, one or multiple ones you're carrying around in your pocket at all times along with like a pen. Was that kind of your... your yeah, that's... That's a good question. I, I, I don't know if it was inspired by that. Um, I don't know. I don't know yeah. that I really even thought that <laughs> that deeply about it. It was interesting because uh, you're describing this to me and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it, it's interesting that you, for you, it's college, um, you know, mm -hmm. and getting there. For me, it was after college and it was what I would consider my, not my first real job because that, that doesn't sound fair to my previous jobs, but sort of <laughs> my first job where all of a sudden I'm not just like doing sort of mostly wrote tasks and where I'm actually like responsible for knowledge work of some kind, truly, right? Like I'm organizing right. something or I'm managing some piece of thing or I'm, super, you know, I, I supervised uh, a bunch of students at a 
university library help desk, right? And so I got put in charge of that. And all of a sudden, my system of like, yeah, write this down on a sticky note and I'll get to it eventually or, or do something. I, right. I was, I was just like, I'm not prepared to handle this. I'm not equipped, you know, my sort of, I'm kind of a naturally, maybe that's the wrong word. I think I grew up as a naturally lazy kind of person. Like, yeah, I'll procrastinate. I'll get there. I'll get there. And for me, time ran out on, on that working roughly when I got to be about 25. Right. And I was just like, oh, this is not going to work at all. Like, my old systems don't scale. And so I got to a point where I was like, okay, if I don't write this down, I will never, rem- I, I'm not going to remember it because I'm, I'm about to go talk to five more people about things who are going to, and they're going to have stuff that they want me to do. And you just, you just can't keep track of it all. You know, if, if you yeah. have, if you're listening and you have that ability, you are so much further ahead of the game than I am. Like I would have been a terrible waiter, you know, like I would have, if, if you work with a really experienced waiter at a restaurant, you know, that you can have the whole, like a whole big table of six or eight rattle off all their stuff. And sometimes they're like, got it, got it, got it. They're writing it. And I'm just sitting there like, no, never. I would need like, okay, hold on. Let me write that down. Um, so for, for me, I mean, there was definitely like a moment where I was just like my old system, which was not a system stopped scaling. And that was right. like, okay, I got to get somewhere. And like, for me, that was, that, that was the moment. So it's interesting to hear, like for you, it, com- it came out of studying. Yeah, and interestingly enough about writing things down, I mean, I I remember even growing up, uh, my dad always um, he he kept a little uh, little stack of these square pieces of paper uh, on on his nightstand, and he would just write little notes there, just any any little to do type things, anything that he needed to remember. Yeah, and uh, and any any time that we needed to to ask him something or, or you know just something that we wanted from him. He would make it very clear, like, write this down. <laughs> He'd want us to go make a note and leave it there. And and now I know, like, how I think of productivity systems now, like, that was kind of his form of an inbox. Mm. And then he would take those things and put them in sort of one of these daily planner notebooks. And, you know, and, and so that that was really his his inbox that he would process on a daily basis. So we've talked about being organized at you know, a little bit in sort of the history, but I want to ask you about this. So I think about being organized as something that could be both very near term, but also very long term and big picture, right? Like you can be sort of organized on a day-to-day basis. And then you can also like, oh, I've got like, I'm planning for this big thing and I've got this coming up and I, you know, I'm keeping on top of this. Uh, Do you draw a distinction between how you think and how you plan for those two very different, like sort of things that we all face in life? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so, you know, any, any level of, of a, a task or a project can be broken down and, but it, but it goes the opposite way uh, as well. Any, any task or project uh, should be part of a, a bigger picture. So in the same way that tasks and actions are, are, are part of a project, projects are really part of a, a bigger outcome or some type of end result. And in, in your, your personal life, you might have budgeting projects, but it might go towards some bigger, some bigger goal of, you know, a, a financial stability or retirement. Yeah. And um, at, at work, you know, it, it's, you might have all sorts of smaller projects that you're working on but they should all 
go towards providing some type of business value or enabling uh, some type of required functionality. And, you know, at, at, at Titan, we work on client engagements and it's, you know, e- each engagement has one or more high level outcomes that we are working towards achieving. And we might break that down into uh, a lot of different features or, or projects. And it, but I, I think it always helps to take a step back and look at those high level outcomes and make sure that the, the, the features that you're working on uh, are serving towards completing those high level outcomes. So if you if you have a task and you're not really aware of or a thing that you want to do or whatever, then you're not really quite sure how it fits into the bigger picture. You sound like you might be a little suspicious of it. Like you're like, hmm, this needs more investigation, right? Like, because right. Right, there's always something, right? I mean, there's there are some things that are just one off tasks, right? But like, sounds mm-hmm. like you kind of want to get to the bottom of something. Definitely. When, when you're looking at that, it seems like a small task, but it's like, okay, this seems small, but like work this through, like. How does this connect? Does it connect? Should it connect? Is this even the right task? Like, is that, am I on the right? Is that sort of how you approach it? Yeah, I think it, well, I think you can approach it two ways. Um, One, you do want to ensure that what you're working on is the right task. Uh, But, but two, I think being aware of the bigger picture gives more purpose to what you're doing. And maybe, you know, maybe you're not even the one doing the planning. Maybe, maybe somebody else is planning these bigger picture things and you just have your one task that you're working on, but still having an understanding of where that fits in with, with the bigger picture, I, I think, you know, provides more purpose and, you know, it, it's uh, it's a more, of a more of a sense of satisfaction that you're actually contributing towards that bigger picture. So let, if it's okay with you, I want to get a little specific and practical. Because we've been talking a little bit about sort of concept, concepts and theories. When you, as a dev, so we'll stick it in, we'll keep it in a work environment for now. But when you're, sure. you know, as a dev at work, when you want to, I'm just going to, you can imagine air quotes, get organized, right? When you're thinking to yourself, all right, I got to get my stuff together. Where are you doing? Where are you starting? Like, you, and you can take this wherever you want, right? Whether it's on an individual day or individual project, but like, what does that even mean to you, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So we'll, we'll get really concrete on this. Um, so for me and just how I do things, you know, again, at, at Titan, we're working on client engagements and um, for the, the current client uh, project that I'm working with, um, I, I'll have a uh, kind of an inbox list uh, in OmniFocus. I use OmniFocus as my task manager. And basically at, at any point, any like one-off thing that I think about uh, related to the client project, it immediately I, I put that right into OmniFocus on that list, and so that's that's going back to I get it out of my head as quickly as possible, and and then I I review that list every morning, and uh, we we use Trello um, at, at Titan for uh, our our project management, um, and and so uh, I'll, I'm reviewing this list in OmniFocus. And there might be things in the list that I, you know, are just like something that I can do really quick and and just get that done. Uh, But a a lot of these things might be things that uh, I, that are, that are involve more planning or some type of thing that I need to put into Trello. 
So I'll make Trello cards out of those. And but then also uh, every morning I, I'll review uh, the the cards. We'll have a to do column in, in every project and uh, every board in Trello, and and I'll review that that to do column, uh, basically planning out what I'm what I'm going to do that day. And you know and and so that's that's kind of deciding you know what I'm going to work on. Uh, an, another another way that that things get into this system, I'd say, comes from client check-ins. Sure. And uh, so I, I typically will take notes in uh, the Bear Notes app uh, during a client check-in, and uh, I, I'll review uh, I'll, I'll review that that note uh, the morning after having a, a check-in. And just to see if there's that again, it kind of serves as an inbox. There might be some actionable things that come out of that that we uh, I can put into Trello. And then once I have uh, once I've decided what uh, I'm going to be working on that day, you know, I'll, I'll start pulling things from the to do column. And even at, at uh, just an, an individual task in Trello, I, I can still break down that down more. Yeah. So. You know, I, I might pull a Trello card, some feature that's going to take me an hour to do. And as soon as I start that, though, it's my like my brain is already engaged with breaking that down. Like you, you're you're going to have some starting point. Like I'm going to do this, this, and then this. And rather than just you know, the my tendency is to want to just jump right into it, but rather than jumping into it. I'll, I'll take those those three things and put those in a checklist in Trello, and it just streamlines the whole process where I, I can I can just start with that first thing and go through the list, and then you know in- inevitably as you're working on something other things come up as well, and as they do I'll I'll just add those to the list as well. So that that keeps me from getting distracted. It keeps things from getting overwhelming, and you know, you, you kind of like, you know, that some some feature in Trello might have uh, five different checklist items on it. But I'm trying to keep the the blinders on where I'm, I'm just focusing on one at a time. And and, and then, of course, uh, like I said before, the the there, there is this weekly review of uh, the the desired outcomes in the whole project. So it it encompasses all of this and makes sure that everything that I'm doing is uh, working towards those outcomes. You're describing what sounds to me like a very uh, getting things done style, <laughs> even if it's not explicitly getting things done, right? Like sort of the how important it is to have like to know what your next action is and having an yeah. inbox and doing regular reviews. Um, you, you touched on, uh, on quite a few things there. One of which I want to want to talk about is this, you know, you talk about how like you things that to me sound like routines or habits, um, right? This notion of like, okay, when you come in, you're doing this and then you do this and you probably do it every single day, right? Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get into that habit? You know, did you like sort of put a calendar, right? Like I, I'll tell you what, I mean, I, uh, here's why I'm asking this because I know what I had to do, right? What I had to do is I, um, when I've worked at other places at Titan, it's a little different because uh, of the way our schedule works. But when I worked at other places where, you know, people schedule meetings and do all sorts of stuff. I used to block out uh, 8.30 to 9 a.m. of my day. And it was a private event on my calendar that was unmovable and nobody could pretty much ever touch it. And every single day, that was my time to 
go through Slack, go through email, go through stuff under like, basically I'm collecting all the things, putting them through, like making sure I know here are the things that need to happen today. That was my time. And the only way I could do that was to put it on my calendar because when you work at kind of a company where that like lives and dies by people scheduling meetings, it's like, if it's on the calendar, then you're going to kind of do it hopefully. And, <laughs> right, right. and that used to be my time to sit down. I'd sit down with my tea in the morning and I'd be like, okay, here's what we're doing for 30 minutes and nobody can take this time away from me. And that, and over time is that's what I used to kind of get myself in the habit because otherwise, you know, you come into, depending on where you work, right? For some people you come into work and you, you get hit with all sorts of stuff. You know, it's, oh, this thing came in and now you're, you're, you're being uh, reactive instead of proactive and you're fighting fires instead of actually, you know, trying to do your job or do, you're trying to do a better job of doing your job, right? So how did you start to get in the habits that you have sort of been talking about throughout this episode? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned getting things done. I've definitely been influenced over the years uh, with the getting things done methodology. Uh, well, you're using OmniFocus. Yeah. Use OmniFocus. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of assume because that's, that's a heavy duty piece of task management software. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I could touch on this more later, but I, I, I have found that uh, just switching to, I, I, I've used, uh, I've, the first task management system I used was Remember the Milk. And then I, I went from there to Todoist. And then I, with, with OmniFocus, I, I think that the thing that really um, caused me to gravitate towards OmniFocus was the idea of available tasks that aren't due. Yeah. Uh, just distinguishing between something that's available versus, you know, the things that I, 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 there's a lot of things that I want in my system, but I just want to ignore right now. They just aren't important or I, I can't do them yet or, or whatever. But I have this, all these other things that I can do, but they aren't, they aren't due. Um, so OmniFocus just was, it, it, it helped me to be able to, you know, just to, to understand my, my tasks and all my priorities better. Um, but yeah, you, you mentioned that uh, you're, you're kind of morning that, that first half hour of your day yeah. that, that you block out. And um, I, I've definitely gotten in more and more into just a, a consistent way of starting my day uh, every day. And it's, I, I really just, I'm, I'm a big fan of doing things the same way every time. And, you know, I like you, you can always find a better way to do something. And but when, when you find that better way, like you, you want to keep repeating it. And so in, in my, my task system, I, I make heavy use of routines and I really, I, I look at, at, really two different types of routines. I kind of use that that word to describe two different things. So one would be periodic routines. So I've already described that a little bit, like reviewing reviewing a high-level project uh, each week. Uh, you know, so it, it could you could have a routine that you do every month or, or even every year. Um, <clears throat> and so I, I have routines in OmniFocus that, uh, it could be all over multiple projects, but they're all tagged with, and they're repeating tasks, and they're tagged with a routine tag. Um, and so that's 
that's one of the things I look at on a daily basis is what routines do do I have that that I can do today? Ideally, they don't even have a due date. They they just I have them repeating so they they come on my radar on a certain day and you know and then if I if I do them within a day or two that's okay. And you know so an example of this that I thought of from an episode or two ago on the on the Laravel podcast was um it, it was mentioned updating your global composer packages weekly. Like that's not something that is due and it's not even a big deal if you skip it. Right. But it's something that you could you you don't want to have that in your head either. So so to me that's just that's that's a repeating routine that I just wanted to come across my radar you know, periodically. You know, another one at Titan is we generate a weekly check-in document for yep. our clients uh, every Thursday. And that's not, you know, it's not really due uh, on Thursday, but I typically do it on Thursday. If, if, I, if I do it Friday morning or whatever, it's, you know, it's fine, but, uh, but it, it shows up on my routines list every Thursday. So the, the second category, though, uh, of, of these routines are it kind of more what you were describing there, how you start out your day. It's like ritualizing a, a group of tasks. And uh, I'll describe that. That's how I, I, I put these in OmniFocus under a routine tag as well. Um, maybe I, I could make it a ritual tag, but that just seems a little bit weird. Now you're, you might be splicing, you might be splitting hairs a little too much there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I do is I I'll, I have a list of these these kind of grouped routines uh, and I have them in bare notes so it's really easy to edit and and they're they're basically templates of a a group of these routine tasks and then I I have uh, a shortcuts or I have, a, I have a, a shortcut set up on my phone where I can press one button and it it will read that file from bare and make a uh, and make these routines in omnifocus and so i one of these that i have set up is a start work routine and uh, literally i do this every morning when i start my day uh, i i generate this routine there's like six or seven items on it and it the idea of it is to to streamline getting from the point where I'm sitting at my desk to being productive, working on a project as quickly as possible. And it's it, having this routine, you know, it's stuff like, you know, check my email, check Slack. Right. Um, you know, there, there's, there's like little things on it, you know, checking the calendar. Like it's, it's little, it's easy things. Review the, uh, the to-do column, but it immediately like, it puts me in this mindset where I'm I'm already checking things off at the beginning of the day, and I'm doing this in the same order and the same way every single day. And it it helps me just feel like I'm I'm I can jump right into the project and start being productive very quickly. Um, similarly, I have a a stop work routine where I tie up any loose ends at the end of the day and process any inboxes, basically setting myself up to have a good start to the next day. 
Yeah, that makes um, that makes sense. The idea of sort of setting yourself up for success. But but I'm curious. Do you have these uh, routines set up so that are you afraid of forgetting something, or is it like I know I'm not worried about forgetting, but having this done this way is going to make me get through this stuff faster? Is it is it about speed or more about like making sure doesn't something doesn't slip through the cracks? It's about it's it's not even really about forgetting. Okay. It, it's um it's about um really putting my putting myself in a work mindset. Mm, okay. And 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 putting myself in a uh just doing things mindset. You know, it it's especially working at home, I you 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 get up and you get ready for work and you go sit in your desk and you know, there, there's a little bit of like, you kind of have to motivate yourself to get going. And I find that with just sitting down and immediately firing off this routine, it quickly helps me to, to transition from, you know, I'm, I'm no longer in a, just my home environment. I'm now in a work environment. And yeah, so the, the start work is, there's none of those things that I'm going to forget. Sure. Now, now there is a there's a similar one that I do uh, of things that I I might forget, which is I have a, a start client engagement routine. Yeah. And you know, so we aren't we aren't starting new client engagements daily or weekly. And this is um, I I've realized over time that I like my you know you, when you're working on a project, there's naturally things that that you do during the project on your computer that help you to be more efficient. And I, I found myself like several projects ago, just wanting to have those things right away on the next project. Like I, I don't want to have to wait until I've been on the project for several weeks to just gradually set up these things. So these could be just like, uh, you know, creating the project in OmniFocus, creating a client specific folder on my computer setting up any keyboard shortcuts or snippets or aliases, um, saving relevant bookmarks to uh, my, my browser, um, uh, just things like that. I, so I have a routine for that that I, I just run and I run through all this stuff it just right away on the client uh, or on the first day of the client project. And it, it helps me feel like I'm just able to, to uh, just hit the ground running right off the bat on the, on the first day and everything is set up exactly how I want. Uh, but then similarly, I have a stop client engagement routine is there's, there might be things that I, I want to clean up later, or, uh, you know, maybe uninstalling any tools that I no longer need that I don't want just sitting around forever. So those are things that I, you know, I might forget, uh, so, but having those routines just streamlines the whole process. That's interesting for, for me, I want to set things like that up because I don't want to have to think about it in a sense. Like I, yeah, there's yep. like a certain amount of mental energy. I mean, to use, uh, you know, maybe some getting things done or, or, or some Merlin manisms, right? Like there's a certain amount of time and attention that we all have. And like, I don't want to give time and attention to all the things that I do every time we start a new client engagement or things that I do every, you know, like I know that every single Friday I'm going to post in our, in a Slack channel we have that lets people know, here's what you're working on next week. Like, I don't want to have to remember that every Friday. So I have a thing right. that pops up that tells me Friday morning, Hey, don't forget to post it. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's yeah. like, it's 
conserving as much time and attention for the new stuff or for the hard stuff, right? But if exactly. it's if it's a solved problem, even if I can't fully automate it, like I don't want to have to remember. That's for me. That's like a big a big driving factor for a lot of this. Yeah, there's there's a mental load uh, that that you that is accumulated just from having all of these all these things that we that we do on a repeating basis and yeah i i i just don't want to have those things in my brain i want to have them in a system that i i like you said i you just don't have to think about it as a dev what is what do you think has been the biggest difference maybe difference is the wrong word but we'll run with it what's the biggest difference that being organized has meant to you in your career i would say it's just made my work less stressful hmm. um, because of not having to remember all those things. It's I'm able to to focus on the the task at hand at, at any moment, and there it, it takes out the guessing game of what I should be working on, and uh, and and just helps me to to focus on what I am working on, knowing that what I am working on is what I should be working on. Uh, of course, the the more organized you are, the less likely you are to forget a deadline because that's that's all in your system as well. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it also helps me to uh, to finish each day at a good stopping point. You know, there's like there's always more work to do. Right. Uh, and that. If if you have things broken down really well, it, it's you know your work's going to be waiting for you in the morning, and you can just pick right back up where you left off. And it reminds me of um, you know nobody likes being interrupted, right? Uh, and it's I've definitely been in jobs where you're just interrupted constantly, and I and I think of the the you know we've all seen the cartoon of this programmer who's working on this like huge complex system in their head. And somebody taps them on the shoulder and just everything <laughs> vanishes. Yeah. Um, like you don't want to be like that. And I, I, I used to be like that. And it, it used to just make me furious just being interrupted. Like I feel like ah, everything is gone that I was just working on. And it, you know, the, the more organized you are, the better you are at breaking down tasks. That minimizes the, the impact of interruptions like that. If you have an interruption, you you just come right back to where you left off. And so that, that's just made a huge difference for me on a daily basis. How would you say the, that your practice of organization has changed over time? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I, I think that I used to basically have my email and my task manager and my calendar. And, you know, everything would have to go into um, one of those things. And I, I think my concept of my idea of what an inbox is has evolved over time. Hmm, what do you mean by that? So I treat a lot of things as as inboxes that need to be organized. So, so for example, my downloads folder or my desktop on my computer, I, I treat those as inboxes. Those are places that things can wind up that shouldn't stay there. And those are things that uh, on a, a, a periodic basis, I will go through and uh, organize them and put them where they should be. 
um, <clears throat> or, or delete them in many cases. Uh, another, uh, another idea of an inbox is a, a place to put resources or links, like a, like a read it later mm, um, type okay. of system, like Pocket or yeah. the Paper. Yeah, yeah. Like I have fallen in the trap before of putting those things in, you know, Todoist or, or OmniFocus or, or whatever, whatever it was at the time. And, and those, like they, they really don't belong there. Um, these days I, I put things like that in Pocket and, and Pocket sort of serves as a, an inbox that, that I can go through periodically and, you know, maybe when I clicked on this link, it looked really interesting. And then yeah. I go back and look at it a second time. It's like, ah, I don't really care about doing that. <laughs> or maybe it's a nice resource that I, I might want to put somewhere, uh, but it, it doesn't really need my attention right now. It might be kind of a, a someday project. Um, I, I've actually lately I've been putting links like that into uh, a collection in Notion and just things that are related to some topic, some area of focus, Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll maybe I just don't want to read it right away, but it's like, it's useful information. And I want to put that somewhere, but those things, in my opinion, don't, they don't belong in your task management system. Um, another, another big one for me that I've, I've gotten better with is really being strict about not adding a due date to a task unless it's really due. Mm. Um, I have, I have in the past really abused due dates as, as me, like I'll set something due today. And by that, I mean, I want to make sure I don't forget to look at this right? and that, it, but it's not due. And, and that's, that causes a system to really fall apart quickly if you're adding due dates on something that is not due. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think those two things you know, being really strict about due dates and then putting things in the right inbox. So you, you've talked about quite a few different tools now. So um, <laughs> even though organized, you know, I, I want to say, first of all, like for me, being organized is not necessarily about the tool that you use. Like you need to find the mm -hmm. one that works for you. And it's super tempting, like with many things in this world to just be like, oh, what I really need is that new app and that new app is finally going to get me organized. Now it, it might be true right. that that new app has a has a mental has a model has a, a a way of working that closely fits your mental model, right? That definitely happens. Like I've switched back and forth mm -hmm. between things. I mean, I use I also use Remember the Milkway back in the day. I've used Evernote. I've I used to use Trello as my to do list, which is a terrible idea. OmniFocus. I I don't know. I've used so many different ones over the years. But you've talked about so far OmniFocus. Bear for notes, Notion, which is kind of an interesting one. Are there any other tools that for you are kind of an indispensable way that you try to stay organized? Um, yeah, I I do use I do use a lot of tools. Um, I, I I like using specific tools for specific things. You know, I one thing that I that I do I, I use the the app Do D U E. Uh, it's a iOS app. Uh, I use it to to keep track of bills that are due. Mm, um, I don't I don't have any bill, so it's it's kind of you could put anything that you want in there, but I use it for that specific purpose, and I I just know that um, any any bills that are coming up, it's it's going to show up in there. 
what else? Uh, here, here's an interesting one that I, I think is, it, it's been a help to me. Um, I, not surprisingly, I do try to keep my inboxes at zero, uh, or near zero, including yeah. my email. And, uh, but I, I also subscribe to a number of tech newsletters, uh, you know, Laravel News and there's a couple of view ones that I subscribe to. And I, I used to have these going into my email, but I, I use the, have you heard the iOS app Stoop? S-T-O-O-P? I keep meaning, I'm writing this down right now because I, <laughs> I actually think I might've been the one to post about that in the Titan Slack. And then I promptly forgot oh, really? about it. And every time I get a <laughs> newsletter in my email, I'm like, didn't I, didn't I find an app someday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check out Stoop. It, it's, I, I've been using that for, I don't know, like um, over a year, maybe a couple of years now. And so all my newsletters go into that and it's like an email thing, but it's, it's separate from my email. Yeah. And I do want to keep that close to zero as well, but I'm in a different mindset when I'm going through tech uh, newsletters than I am processing my normal email. So, so that's another good tool that I recommend. Is there ever a, uh a point consistently or does it just sort of happen over time when you decide to hit either reset on your organizational patterns or maybe you take sort of stock of your organizational patterns and go i need to start over or you know what i need to re-engage because i've i've sort of gotten sloppy or something like that you know does that ever happen to you yeah yeah definitely i mean i i try to avoid completely hitting reset on the whole thing <laughs> and just that would, starting over first of all that's a project <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah that's a that, that's that's pretty drastic um so I, I i try not to completely reset it but i i do review my organizational system every quarter and so i i just do a a, a quick sit down and i just brainstorm a little bit on you know just what's been working what hasn't been working you know, there's there are things that you can set up in a productivity system that just your brain rejects doing in in this certain way. There's just too much friction in this. And, and I and I think about, is there anything that I can adjust that would reduce some of the friction and make it more likely that I'm actually going to do this thing? Like mm. maybe I have something set up that I do that I want to do every morning. And if I find myself just skipping this thing uh, every morning, if I realize I'm just not wanting to do this thing every morning, I'll change it. Like, oh, maybe it would be better to do that in the afternoon or in the evening or, or, you know, or maybe I only need to do it once a week instead of every day. Um, so it, I just take that as an opportunity to just make small adjustments uh, to my system be able to get it to work better. Uh, and then I'll review it again the next quarter and see if that, if that made any improvements. And, you know, let's be honest, like there are times when just life gets crazy and everything falls apart. <laughs> um, you mean like per and, se 2020 or <laughs> all, yeah, all of 2020. <laughs> um, yeah. And what I, what I do in, that case is it's really how fast can you get back up and running and get back to your normal system so for me i i use a here's another tool i use a habit tracker uh, on my phone 
and, and this is this is mostly for personal things. Um, and I, I have little habits that I that I'll, I'll tick off uh, every morning, of a couple in the afternoon, uh, you know, like around lunchtime, and then I'll I'll have a handful in the evening. You know, things like uh, taking my vitamins or uh, tidying up my office at at the end of the day, so I'm so I'm set up uh, for the morning. Um, or flossing <laughs> it's a, it's another good one and when things just fall apart that is that's what i i jump to first is my habit tracker uh, that's kind of the thing like i i know that if i am doing all of my habits then that's a good starting point and then after that i i, I focus on my routines uh, are there any routines that i've been skipping uh, you know I'll, I'll make sure i go through all of those and then I'll process my inboxes. And if I do those three things, habits, routines, and inboxes, and I get those all back to a point of stability, I know that at that point, my system is kind of back up and running and I mm -hmm. can just keep maintaining the process. It's like a, it's like a tune-up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we've, we've gone really into the weeds on some stuff and we've gone sort of high level on some stuff, which is great. And I hope that people have been enjoying this because I, I love to get in the weeds on this. And I think that's good to hear people really talk about it. If someone's listening to this and they kind of wish that they had an easy win, like what's a, an easy win for somebody who just wants to even crack the surface of like getting organized? Yeah. I mean, start small, take baby steps. It's good to look at what other people are doing and take inspiration uh, from those. But you know, I, I wouldn't recommend just overwhelming yourself all at once. Yeah, uh, it, it's like a, a lot of this is really just just taking advantage of just this sense of momentum that you get just by checking off a few items. And, you know, so I, I'd say start small with with some repeatable items that you can do on a weekly basis or even a daily basis. And really focus on setting things up where it reduces friction in what you're doing rather than adding to it. Because if you're adding things into a productivity system that adds friction, your brain's just going to reject that. It, it, the system should make things easier for you. Uh, it should work with you instead of working against you. And then, of course, just review your system and be willing to make those small changes. If, like you might try something and it just it just doesn't work for you at all. Yeah. Uh, if if that's the case, like don't don't keep forcing yourself to do it. Everybody's different and everybody has their own way of doing things. I think for me, if you're if you're listening to this and you just want like one easy place to start, the first thing I would try to do is just try to start writing things down. Don't worry about like what app to get. You could literally start in the notes app on your phone. You could start like with a piece of paper, but like whether it's like before you go to bed at night, even where it's like, oh, this stuff's in my brain, like write it down. Like if you, yeah. some comes up at work, like just start writing stuff down. Because for me, if you start writing stuff down, then you start to build around that where it's like, oh, I got too many pieces of paper. Well, I've got a phone and I got a computer. Maybe I should find an app. The first thing to do is to like start capturing everything for me. It's absolutely. Yeah. That's that's really good advice. It, it's liberating to just get that stuff out of your brain. Oh, goodness, uh, I, yes. I have, there's so many times when I'm laying there trying to go to sleep and I'm thinking about a handful of things that I know I haven't written down. 
and I'll, I'll just reach over, pull up my phone and make, just, yeah. just put those in my phone real quick. Yeah. Just in a little quick note. And then it, it's just immediately freeing. And I, I don't have to think about it. Yep. Just before you go to bed, showering, taking a dog for a walk. These are all the times when my brain is all of a sudden like, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yeah. All right, Andrew. Last question. Is there anything that we didn't talk about today that you wanted to touch on? Mm. I don't think so. I think we covered it pretty well. So there were three things. I want to make sure I, I sort of sum up with okay. this. There, there were three things, right? There was habits, there was routines. And what was the other thing that you said? Uh, habits, routines, and inboxes. Habits, routines, and inboxes. I think that's a really, really good way to think about staying organized. Thank you, Andrew, for uh, joining the show this week. This has been this has been super interesting and super fun. Hopefully, people who are listening to this, if you're an organizational nerd and uh, you love this opportunity to dive deep, that's great. If you're not an organizational nerd, hopefully you found some nuggets to make you think, hey, maybe I maybe I could try that. And if you hate organizing at all, but you listened anyway, thank you for listening. So, Andrew, thank you so much. Is there a particular place online where people can find you or follow you? Yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter, uh, Andrew Morgan three, the number three. I'm not really active <laughs> on, on Twitter, but I, you know, I, I'm on there every once in a while. Not a lot of hot takes uh, from you I'm, on Twitter. You stay <laughs> Yeah. I'm Andrew Mile on GitHub. Okay. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dave. It's been a blast.